Well, welcome back to the X Factor Reopen podcast. I'm sitting here at the Rep Horse Fraternity. We've been filming it and trying to obviously blow up social media with videos and live stream it as well. I get to hang out with a couple of the judges, Mark Ray, Sean Darnell. I just, uh, man, I'm really excited about this conversation I'm going to have with you guys because I, I've watched the fraternity and have got to edit a lot of videos and watch a lot of it. And I've got a pretty good grasp of what you guys are looking for in judging these horses, but I really wanted to, to kind of go through it a little bit now that I've watched a few hundred runs heading and healing and kind of kind of get into it a little bit. So thank you for being here, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No problem. All right. So what do you guys judge the horses on? How many aspects are you looking at? Let's start with heading. The heading has uh, the box, run rate, set handle, and face. Okay. And so to start it off with the box, what are you guys looking for with horses and uh, in, in their score and when they leave? Go ahead, John. I want them back in there and stand still and look it straight. I don't care if they cock their head a little to the inside. I don't want them to cock their head to the outside. Right. Rather than be straight and stand flat-footed and leave off your hand. Right. When and your hand drops, they better be going somewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay. And kind of before we really jump into this, the whole goal with the Rope Horse Fraternity is to have a horse that anyone can ride and compete on Correct. at essentially every level, right? Correct. Correct. And so when you're talking about these horses, you, you want them to sit there and score. You don't care if they score on a loose rein or tight rein. It's just when they drop the, their hand or give them the cue, they, they release. Go. Right. Yeah. You'd like them, I mean, I think you'd like them to be in your hand. And I don't care if compared to the AQHA, you know, if you need to walk your horse up, reset mm -hmm. him. If that horse wants to be a little busy when he comes in there, but when his butt hits the corner and you're, he's in your hand, he needs to be flat-footed. And like, like Sean said, I don't care if they look a, a tick to the right, but they need to blow off your hand and go find the cow. Yes. Okay. So basically, the judging starts as you are nodding your head then. Is, is that when it kind of starts? No, it or? starts when they turn around and their butt hits the corner. Yeah. When their butt hits the corner, that's yeah. when it starts. Yes. Okay. And so the next point is the run and rate part of it. So what are you looking for What with the head horses in the run and rate? A horse that picks up the tempo of the cow. If the cow's soft and backing into you, you don't want to be pulling on him to pull him off the cow. You want him to find a place where he's melting to help you rope the cow. So it's kind of like roping off the dummy. So when you're standing there flat-footed, it's not you're not taking your left hand and have to guide him and direct him. And if you draw the runner, one that hunts and finds that same spot every time, and that keeps up with the 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 parts and the maneuvers that the cow's making. Okay. So one thing I think is really unique about this, uh, the, as far as the guys that are entered, we have guys that are NFR headers that are entered and guys that have a lot of gain with their ropes, as well as guys like Brad Lund, who, I mean, had, has amazing horses, but he's obviously not uh, rodeo for a living, but he was a great jackpotter, I would say. Right. And, uh, and what's neat about it is the playing field's really equal. You know all the guys because with that the run in they can essentially can they reach or run right into the hip and showcase that and, and if so what does that look look like for you everybody ropes from a different spot so if you try to judge this they have to run to this spot you're cheating 90 percent of the people because right. there's only 10 percent to run to that spot i watch the horse and as long as he is running until they throw he's not Leaning, cheating, 
lagging back as long as he runs until they get to their spot i'm good with it right yeah so because he's free okay so things that might get docked on like if they're throwing and they start leaning on your left leg or they kind of fall into the steer and they don't really have a spot like they stay you're kind of looking for that to stay in between your feet and your reins as you're essentially getting to your spot where you want to throw from or you're having to pull them off the cow i mean to get away to, to start the corner yeah so it's so much of a timing issue from when the guy ropes he sticks it on the saddle horn there needs to be a spot that horse wants to do his job right he there he doesn't gain ground when yep. you throw your rope they shouldn't gain ground okay okay and then the next point is the like the initiation of the handle and how they set and uh what is what do you guys look for in that and what do you want to see go ahead John. i like them on their butt i don't like them locked down i like them to kind of lock the left leg and keep the right one moving and pushing and to have an arc to their body so that everything stays fluid. Anytime, like, I docked them. If they lock down on the butt, I docked them because them steers hit just like that and they die. Right. Nobody wants to heal behind them. I want them where when you stick, they pick up and their shoulders start and they're on their butt and they step across. Yeah, when you stick, when you rope that cow and you stick it on the saddle horn, one that moves with that arc, keep that rib lifting up and keeps that pressure on that cow's head so that puts him in tow as fast as the guy behind him can rope him and complete the run and and just the overall smoothness of it. Right. So for example, uh, this is what I'm kind of curious about is you kind of got the the show horse, like the AQHA, the kind of the big slide and they would almost set the steer and then they kind of move and that's, that's, it's completely. That's not what we're after. That's out. Yeah. And and I would say it's even out at the, the AQHA side of it too. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been the one for. I haven't been the one for. But everybody's kind of. Uh, everybody's gone to where they want it tight and moving that cow. Stop going forward. Keep the angle moving across in a clean face. Right, and I think that's that's really unique about it, and I, and that's what I actually love is these horses can work differently. You know, you could have a horse that wants to be on his butt and slide a little bit more, mm-hmm. but if he can control the steer yeah. through the corner, he's not going to get docked. And he keeps moving. Yeah, he keeps moving. If he locks down and his back gets straight. It's not supposed to be a steer stop. Yep, no. Basically no steer stopping motion. And right. and that's when you get one, like they set on the end of it right, in that right. steer stopping motion anyways. Yeah. And then uh, what about through the handle? You know, you see some horses, they kind of like to work with an arc or some kind of get the rope straight behind them. What are you guys looking for as they, basically once they've turned them and, and kind of setting up the, the handle towards the finish? A lot of that's gonna depend on the cow. You get one that's wanting to melt back into you and you start up out of there, you got that arc, you're gonna find your rope comes back across him a little bit, but then it goes back to that horse depending on how good a one he is, he's gonna he's gonna maintain that position to get started into his face. You dang sure don't want him pulling across the butt mm-hmm. and getting trapped in there because that's when the cows come behind you, you know, as far as the header goes. Um, you want him to stay, at, you want him to keep that arc. I mean, a lot of it's gonna depend on the cow, period, but a horse will not face if he's got that butt over his rope. And a lot of the time, if they get their butt under the rope, they come off their butt and kick their hip under the rope. Yeah, and the cow's going to do the same day. And that's going to send the cow down, so that's a deduction, too. Yep. Right. Because that horse is weakening. He's giving giving it back to him. 
right. and letting that cow pull him down the arena. Right. So you guys are really watching that as you're coming across, making sure they have complete control of the steer's head, where the cow's going, and then how they set it up. Uh, talk about the finish now. What do you guys look for in, in that finish? Uh, what what kind of earns deductions and what, what's kind of ideal for it? Go ahead, Sean. If they lock down at any time on their butt and don't move it, that's a deduction to me because that's stopping them coming back and you're going to leave slack in the rope because that horse didn't finish and keep moving. They can get on their butt as long as they bring it around and keep moving. Keep forward motion right yeah. there. And, and they've got to look where they're facing. Yes. They can't look to the outside when you're asking them to face. That's a deduction to me because they're not looking back down the rope to the cow. I myself, I'm not really caught up in if he moves his, you know, pops his hip all the way around or, you know, slides and keeps it moving around. I just want it smooth and keep the momentum going through the run so that at the end you're not, not giving anything back to the cow exactly. and it's finishing the run. Right. Keeps the rope tight. Everything finishes. Right. And I think that's what's uh, really important to understand is the ability to control the steer throughout the run and all the way through the finish and mm -hmm. you know if you're if you're seeing the head getting loose a little bit in the finish and that's deductions you know and so that's I think that's really important to understand that as well it's a time to vent. yes yep. it all relies around it's a time to vent. the AQHA took that out of it everybody else in the team roping industry is to a time to vent. so that doesn't cross over real well. This crosses over. And that's why there's 100 plus horses in each end. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And today, judging, you guys move around each go round. So what's the strategy on where you guys set up um, you know, because different locations? roping is angles. Right. And where the angles come from, what I see on one side, he may not see on the other and vice versa. And it kind of, it gives the angles to where, you know, if I'm given a, a plus, he might give a zero or two or three, whatever, so that you can give the horse the benefit of the doubt right there. Right. Okay. And then talking about the judging, the scoring system, when you say a plus or you say a minus, how does the scoring work? It goes to a negative five and up to a plus five. And you can just... You pick which one you want to so put it in that box. Each of those four portions go from a negative five being bad <laughs> to right. a positive five being real good. Right. Uh, how many positive fives do you score in the heading? We watched what we just watched, 600 runs. Yeah. And yeah. I never gave a five. Okay. Fours? Is that, is that common? Uh, I never gave a four. I never gave a four. And that's not to say that you got to draw a line the same. I mean... A lot of that depends on the judging, the who's judging. Right. Like, we get along pretty good because we're not wanting to give the great big score. We're wanting to keep it. I felt I like, don't know the proper word for yeah. it. Yeah. Like last year, they got carried away. Yeah, of. I felt like I felt like a, a 70, 76 to seventy eight was just a really nice run. Right. And when I start giving 79s, 81s, it needs to be something special. Yes. Right. And so how do you, um, I, I, 
how do you come up with the like going back to the scoring system just to explain it to the, the team roper that's never heard of it when you say we've got the we plus and minus them each so how do you come up with let's just say an 80 do you have a score that they start with that you minus it off or how does that exactly work starts at a 70. Start, yep. You start at a 70, and then you plus it up, or mm -hmm. you take it down, yep, yes. uh, it, depending on the yep. round. Okay. And, and what's a little bit here, so in the box, I gave a lot of plus twos, because two is kind of what I would call that. a good starting spot. Yeah, that's a good starting spot. And then that horse determined by how he reacted in the box, whether I went up or I went down. But that's, that's how I've start and you know i might have been higher like in the healing i felt like i was higher than sean but as long as long as we both we find the horses it doesn't really matter as long as the judge stays in his in that order we were a little off but we had the same horses right at the top right at the bottom yeah I, I totally agree and so that's something you guys you know we we showed up here uh the day before everything kind of gets started and you guys are reviewing runs from last year and scoring them all and kind of making sure that you guys are on the same page and i think that's what's really unique is i, I feel like the scoring has been solid the whole time and a lot of it is because you guys are on the same page with right. everything and it's set up to be consistent throughout the day i mean like i said i, I um that gray horse yesterday the oh i forgot his name but i, I watched him go mm -hmm. just and, uh, and i was talking to you guys about it earlier but when i watched him go the very first run i was like well this looks like one of the best horses here mm -hmm. and you know the gates open and this horse i think the steer kind of turned his head or something and the horse doesn't wiggle right blows yes. to him makes it easy it's just everything looks so easy right yes. and that horse is high call right now which you know and i think he deserves that but mm -hmm. uh, and i think that's that's what's kind of unique about it is even today watching the healing you can see some of the heel horses go and you're like you know and what's unique about it is it's not just a one hit wonder mm -hmm. they had to go through three rounds they had to do three times. A pretty much full contact. And the horses that survive after three rounds are the they're pretty nice horses. Oh, absolutely. I, I will say that. I, I talked to a few headers about it yesterday. The score was it was out there. And these, you know, it's aged event, so it's four to six year old horses. And um yeah, you're not doing it on your old twelve year old mm -mm, campaigner. No, no. And so what we're showing to hold them up throughout these rounds and a horse that can still do the same by the third round and the short round, you, you really do have a horse because today the arena here isn't a big arena. Right. The steers are fresh. The box is 16 foot and, uh, and it's three under. And that really creates a dead score. Like it, you have to see it. You cannot mm -hmm. cheat the start, right. you know, with that shorter box. And so it makes it, it, it's a real open roping, like a tough open roping setup. I, I mean, say. you've got the, You've got some of the best ropers literally in the world here, and they're point 10, 12 off the barrier, which is not much. Yeah. And they're roping them three quarters of the way down the pin. So things are rolling at times. Yeah, absolutely. So to move on to the Helen, uh, same thing, judged on four points, correct? Mm -hmm. is, that, is that how you say it? I, I have no idea. What yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four, four points. Yeah. So it's box running rate then and instead of set and handle in the healing it's position position where they make their where they make their entry into and stop and jerk okay <clears throat> so let's say with our healing it's kind of the same thing with the scoring you they have to be mm -hmm. able to score 
and, and you guys, is that the same, kind of what the heading is scored the same mm-hmm. way? And then Helena, same kind of deal going down the arena. You know, you look at how they scored to how they can run and rate the cow and kind of get it exactly. to where they set up their position. Yeah. Uh, so that's all pretty straightforward. What are you guys looking for on the entry? They want their head down into the inside. Yeah. If it's not down and they're not looking at the cow and they've got it up here, I don't like it. Right. And if they bow off of them, that's yeah, not I wanna, That's I'll, not I'll, a Yeah, I want just about the, the same arc that we were talking about in the head horse. You I want, want the opposite arc in the heel yeah. horse, but I don't want him losing it going around the, around the corner. Right. I want him. I want him to his right shoulder of the horse to follow the inside of the cow's left hip. Right. And so I think that's what's really fun to watch today is these horses, how they create momentum through the corner. You know, to to do that, what you guys are looking for essentially is you want their head to the inside, but if the shoulder, the left shoulder drops in in their entry and they come in too early or that they kind of like get too far inside, that's a deduction, correct? And then also, if they're if they're kind of floating that left hip or the right excuse me the right hip kind of gets by on their entry that's a deduction so you're looking for these horses to say nice and stood up throughout the run uh, throughout that entry of being square with their hips following and shoulders the steer. Yep. yeah following the steer like at a high rate of speed at a high yep. rate of speed but right. they've got to follow the steer yeah. they can't cut the steer off they can't go by the steer and come back they have right. to follow the steer right. One thing I'm I'm curious on is there's healing especially there's a kind of a variety with steers that maybe run hard that get off to the right. Does that kind of factor in as opposed to a steer that's kind of straight? Um, or how do you what's how do you judge that as a, a steer that runs right compared to one that stays in the middle or is a little easier to set the corner up? They got to follow the steer. Yeah. Even if they come to the right, they've got to watch the steer move off of them. Yeah, and I, I would like, I would like to have a horse. Wouldn't you say, Sean, that wants to take control of the run? Yeah, that is there. Some some of these cows got to work because everything sets off to the right, the outgate. So they got to just put pinching those healers off. A lot of horses don't don't know how to get control of the cow because they break off to the right, and they're not breaking to the cow the heel horse to me has to break to the cow so he has control if he breaks away from him the cow has control right and if you're up if you're up there part of the run and taking control a lot of people get to hanging off because they get worried about their entry so that horse that can move up there and take control of the run i'm going to give more points points to because he took control and the one that come through the corner and finished across inside that mm. position we were talking about. It is going to get a lot more points. Yeah, because he's, he's one that you'd take to the to the other ropings, not just a horse show. Yes. Right. I, I think that's uh, that's absolutely what, what I saw today. And, and, you know, it's pretty fun to see because those horses are, it showcases how much run they have. Mm-hmm. You know, a horse that is, has more talent than the rest, if you've got a steer that's run, maybe hard and might even kind of run right or cut the, the gap off with the right. healer, he can still let the steer develop and then push to him yeah. and, and have it and make it look easy. So you're yes. kind of still getting the same thing. Yeah. It's just it's just the you know, the steer may or may not, kind of depending on the what right. type of pattern, but they have control right. of how yeah. they set up that entry. Okay, so the next thing is the 
Well, I guess before that, so like with our entry, there, I've seen a few horses today that maybe went an extra swing or two, and then you see a lot of guys that are just, they're cutting it at them fast. What are you guys looking for on when, basically when they're starting to set up their delivery on how they're roping the cow? Um, when that cow, a lot of it goes just like the head, and they're reading the cow. Yeah. So if that cow's pure when he comes through the corner, and what I mean by pure is he stays in a rhythm through that corner and around that corner. You take, you take some of these guys here, they're so far ahead of the game. They're, they can rope him first hop, second hop, third hop pull. I want to, I want to make sure that let the horse find the cow before they throw. Right. Don't, don't throw just because you can let your horse do his job is, is what I was looking for. As long as the horse is following the cow and they don't throw when he's right here, right. the cow's here and they throw here, if that horse doesn't finish, I'm going to deduct him because he's not cowing. He's just... He's in an area. He's in an area. Right. He is not being a good horse, a good heel horse. You can throw when they're here, a good one is going to square off and take it. Okay. And so what we're kind of talking about with that and... Uh, and Let's say, for example, a steer, he may not like be right. He kind of might be pop, just kind of suck into the inside or something like that. And that horse can kind of still read it. And as the healer's throwing it, it's not like that horse is getting to the bottom of his stop and really helping you finish your rope. Where like some healers are so ropey, they can almost just punch their rope in and heal. And then they're almost, they'll be getting mm -hmm. to the top of their slack. And the horse is now just getting into a stop. That's probably more roper. But they, they still need to keep that front end pedaling across right there. Yep. And their timing is off. When that happens, they're not right. riding their horse. They're just sticking it down there and trying to catch. Right. So that's that would be a deduction. You're looking for basically those the healers. The doesn't look very good when they do that. Yeah, yeah, when they kind of. Because a, a lot of people have roped dummies. Right. You're looking for a horse, whether it's the front end or the back end, that allows you to have the same shot again and again so you can see both feet and then your percentages of catches go up right mm -hmm. and so that's it's not necessarily a deduction if a healer takes an extra swing or is that no, no. okay so that's that's what's kind of fun about that is you know it's judged as well on time so obviously you you're going down because you're taking more swings, time it's a whole different entity like we yeah. don't have to worry about right that yeah we just worry about if the horse works. I'll give that follows. Yeah, I'll give an extra point to one if that cow shows a little bit of, uh, you know, a funky or a, a fake hop or something like that, and that horse keeps pedaling his way up through there. Right. He's all of a sudden they're they're running thirty down the pen, and then he hits and then does a little funky stuff. I'll give an extra point for a horse that stays in that position and lets the guy find his shot that he feels comfortable with. Yes. Right, because that, that just shows that the horse has that much control right. he's of, waiting on of the rope. Right. Yep. yep. It means he's and the late. looser the rein they can do it on, the better. The better. Right, and, and basically that through all, all, of, all of the heading and the healing, the, the looser the rein essentially, mm -hmm. the, basically is showing that the horse is knows his job. And they're not yep. right. jockeying. And then what about the, the stop and the finish on the horn? What do you guys look for with that? Sean, you want this? <laughs> no, go, go ahead. I'll be getting all of them. <laughs> you go ahead. Uh, 
I want a horse that comes with his butt down. Right. The <clears throat> I want him to take the jerk from his hips, basically. Okay. When I stick it on the saddle horn, I want him to I want him to take the jerks down low, not up on top of the ground to where that saddle horn moves back. The saddle horn doesn't get rocked forward from the because a lot of times he's gonna be supporting the header and that cow. So the lower he gets, the more the deeper his stop's gonna be. Uh that front end stays up through the up through the corner. The whole thing is one one part leads to the next part. And if 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 we're talking ideal run, we want that horse that keeps moving with his butt down, shoulders up, takes the horn, takes the dally so that the horn is up and coming back to you. Right. And so obviously if they the if they don't get into the ground very deep and don't stop too deep, that's you are getting deducted there. Or like if their yeah, shoulder kind of flattens, they're going to get jerked forward. Right. If they don't drop their butt, they can't take a jerk. Right. right. So as it goes on the horn, you're kind of watching for that how they take the pressure of the cow. The other and, thing is a horse has got to straighten his back to really take a jerk. Right. If he has got his head bent, that means his backbone's bent, so the jerk is coming off center. Right. So he's going to give. Which lead, which also leads into a horse that is bent is probably going to take, have to balance himself and take the jerk with his leg front legs locked, mm -hmm. and and then a lot of times you'll see that the, the horse gets, the their head gets cocked off, um, people are pulling on to balance balance the run right there. Right. So basically, from the time that you like that head a little bit to the inside yep. through the entry, and then as they're getting squared up and ready to heal, everything squares with it the horse, and then that butt gets on the ground and the shoulders kind of elevate. Shoulders come up, makes it easier to dally, yep. and all the weight, they're here taking the jerk, and their butt's not up because right. their shoulders are down. And you don't want them moving around under you. Uh, it, when they stop, it's just yes. they hit the they stop, stop, and then the, as the pressure gets on the horn, squared. they just stand still. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I, I noticed that, so um, a lot of guys like... A good one will lean on it mm -hmm. right here. They'll use it to balance, balance and they'll themselves. lean. That way nothing can move them. Okay. They don't run backwards. They don't, they'll get in it. When that weight gets them, they just rock back right. on it. Will so you, they're dropping. Will you guys deduct if, as they kind of take it off the horn, if they're really like run backwards or they're like, instead of leaning, they kind of run backwards with the weight or step backwards as long too as much? I, I myself don't deduct for it. No. But they can't be panicking running backwards no. either. I mean. Like if they take a step back, yes. it doesn't bother me. That just means he was pulling. And, and if that cow is kind of a deader cow, they don't really jerk a horse. And he's trying to find the weight of him. I, I won't be hard on him there either. It's, it goes back to the flow of the run and the content of the run too. Trey had a run like that where the steer fell down. He yep. dropped him when he got up. That horse was on his butt and just stepped back. But it was a controlled. He right, wasn't right. running off backwards. Right. He was just stepping back looking for the weight. That. We got lots of phone calls today. Yeah. You guys are busy. Uh, what about this? Like, will you guys ever deduct one? Is that they're hitting their stop if they slide too far? Like, you know what I'm? Yeah, I kind of think about like a rainer or something like that. You kind of see them just really like. What'll What'll happen there a lot of times is you'll end up losing a leg because they're they're sliding through it so much that there's not an ending point to the run, and you'll find that those those runs lose a lot of legs. Yeah, 
And so does that get a deduction if they lose a leg or not? Or if how does that? If they're sliding that far, they usually don't take the jerk very good. Right. Right. Because the next thing that'll happen from the rainers is that that nose will be rolled over, and it yeah, may it look awful good. pretty when it's happening, but when the jerk comes, yeah, it doesn't look very good. It doesn't look very good. So they're too broke at the pole essentially, yeah. and as the jerk comes, they get they get too flat in their back or their shoulders don't elevate enough that it kind of pulls them yep, forward yep, once yep. The, the weight hits. Yep. Okay, that sounds. I there's mean, there's got to be a point in there where they brace. Right. I mean, they've to got take to it. quit. They've got to brace. You don't want them to ever hit, but you want them to pick up and lock their body. A little bit. It goes back to the old saying: head up, butt down. Mm -hmm. If if they're like that, they can they can take a jerk. Right. Yeah. Well, awesome guys. I really appreciate you guys doing this. Um, is there anything we want to add with the judging? No, it was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a it's a lot of runs. There's like about a hundred. I mean, they're over mid hundreds on the entries. Yeah. Three full go rounds. It's it was awesome to watch these guys and yeah. and what I also noticed is there's your helpers are really important as well and yes. how they kind of set the runs especially, up for you. Especially, well, either way, but you've seen in the healing today, the guys that had help horses could help the healers shine. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that I think that's what makes it so fun is it's like, you know, Chad Masters, uh, I was talking to him down there, he, he was going to run 96 steers and then he had a few extras. So he, he ended up running 101 steers today. Mm -hmm. And he's, that's because he's good at what he does. He's yeah. very, very good. And but he lets guys, you know, still score high and on stronger steers, and oh, you yeah. know, and that's what's so unique about him is it's just uh, he was able to do that. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. I have somebody mad at you. Cool. Well, I think we it's time we uh, wrap up the podcast. So I appreciate you guys being on here. Hello, baby girl. I bet Sean can live with that one there. Yeah. So. Sean, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you. Thank you.